Hello, you're listening to a trip report from the Park Rush Podcast. Well, hello there. Am I talking to a glass of whiskey or what? It's well, very smooth I, over there. I try my best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you talk to a woman like that in a bar, she'll call the police. Yeah, she'll throw her drink over me, then my drink over me, mm. and then walk away. And would be fully justified in doing so. Yes. You're lucky that I don't have a drink. I'd, Thank throw, I'd throw a mini at you, but uh, don't. that'd be a waste. Yes. My name is Josh. Tom is with me once again. Hello there. Hello there. Tom, you went to Bush Gardens. I certainly did. Uh, you're still having withdrawal symptoms, I feel. Yeah, I certainly am. Yeah, I was in Florida pretty recently here, and um, we are making our way through all the parks I went to and doing trip reports on them, as we like to do. Indeed. We did SeaWorld a couple of weeks ago. We're doing Bush Gardens today, yeah. as you say. And uh, once you get yourself to Florida and back, which oh, is boy. very soon indeed, yep. we'll be covering the parks that... Um, that we both did. Less than a month now. Oh, yep. get hyped. Yep. Get hyped. About so, 27 uh, days. Yeah, still a little while before we'll feed back on Universal and Disney and whatnot. But Indeed. Bush Gardens today. Bush Gardens today. Now, this is a park, as uh, we've, we've discussed off air. It is a park, yes. It is a park. Uh, throws me every single time I go in. Right. Uh, can never make heads or tails of the map particularly well. Nope. Um, the map is bad. I f- end up somewhere, I'm like, how do I get to where I need to go now. Yeah. It's gone the next ride. It, it, it speaks volumes that actually the best way to navigate Bush Gardens is to use Google Maps. Yes. Or, or even Apple Maps. When, when Apple Maps is better than your map, you, you've got a problem. You've messed up, friend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, you, that might be the case at a lot of theme parks these days. Like the, the phone maps go into pretty good detail on yeah, the theme parks. But, uh, but yes, the map provided by Bush Gardens is not very good. Lacking. It, it's a bit cluttered. Yes. And is it's not at all obvious or apparent how best to get from point A to B a lot of the time. No. Um, and so the last time I was went, last time I was went, was 2008. <laughs> oh, wow. Which was... That was a very long time ago. 11 years ago. 11, we recording. 11 years ago, indeed. 2019. Yeah. God, life was good in 2008, wasn't it? It was so simple back then. Yeah, and then the crash happened and it all went to pop. Well, yeah, I guess so. But, I mean, there were years after the crash where it wasn't so bad, but... Yeah. It's been... But that was that was a that was a been, bad period that made sense. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Whereas now it's bad and I can't really make heads or tails of it. Nope. But anyway, let's not. Theme parks. Yes, let's talk about theme parks, specifically this one. So you, you enter stage left, stage right? Oh, I can't remember. It's kind of... Because the, the entrance is sort of... You walk in, but then you go straight into Morocco, or you can sort of turn back on yourself, as it were, mm. and go to Egypt. Yeah, yeah. So almost straight away, really, you kind of... It's not immediately obvious where to go first. So, I mean, you know, we were talking about this off air. You go to Disney World, and you walk up Main Street, and it's you're greeted by the castle, and you... You know, yeah. it's very it's very obvious where you go. You walk straight when you get in. You've got your hub, you, on, uh, hub and spoke system. Yeah, and then yeah. it branches into the different lands. And then even ones like, you know, Universal and, and Irons of Adventure, it's it's mostly, you know, you, you walk straight forward for at least a, a period of time before yeah. you then go yeah. off and decide what you want to do first. And then you go left. Bush Gardens, you, you, can, right. you can pretty much immediately turn right if you want, coming into the park. Like, going straight isn't really an option. You kind of, you go in and immediately it's very cluttered. Like, the, the layout of the shops at the entrance yeah. is a little bit all over the place. 
there's like a bakery and somewhere you, somewhere else you can eat and get hot food and it's all a bit yeah. cluttered because it's meant to be and, like the uh, sort of souks at Morocco. I guess. Yes, yes, it is. And we went a couple of times uh, during my recent Florida trip, and uh, the second time we went, it was absolutely packed. It was mad. I've never seen uh, Bush spring Gardens break. so busy. It was spring break, but I mean, it was spring break during the first visit as well, and it was about it was you know busy but it wasn't crazy it was about how we would normally expect bush gardens to be the second time it was absolutely mad and um being in a big rush of people at the entrance to bush gardens makes you appreciate even more how cluttered it is did you all and, get split up some people yeah, went one way and kind of how hard it way. is to get through you're trying to reach people over the crowd. Yeah, it, like fingertips. It's definitely potential for a for a crush in the uh, oh yeah sort of the the souk part of Bush Gardens. It's yeah. a bit mad. We always go right because you always go right in recent years, certainly in this year too, because that's where Cheetah Hunt is, which is our go to. Oh, and you, so if you went first went in 2008, that means you've never done. I haven't done. Uh, shall I list the rides on this map that I haven't done? Yeah, I guess. Uh, okay, uh, Cheetah Hunt. Right. Uh, Cobra's Curse. Yeah. Uh, Falcon's Fury. Yeah. Scorpion. You've not done Scorpion. Scorpions have been there a very long time. I can't remember doing Scorpion. Maybe Scorpion's a little red one. Don't rem- recognise Scorpion, but um, it's in that little sort of bit where a lot of the carnival funfair type rides are. Like okay. The ship, the swinging ship, yeah. and there's a carousel. And see, I don't think I actually last time I went, I don't think I went into that area because we got a bit lost. Fair enough. I don't know. Kumba definitely did. Jungala. Jungala. That's the land, right? Yeah, there's there's tigers and orangutans, and there are a few little rides in there as well. Tigers and bears, am I? Yeah, big climbing area for kids. Uh, Okay. Um, Did Stanley Falls Flume? Yeah. Um, I did the. uh, I guess where Tigris now stands, which is now open. Yeah. was where the tidal wave tidal was. wave was, yeah. So yeah. I did that back then. Did you do the Congo River Rapids? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, did Shikra? Yeah. Would you have done Guazi when Guazi it was there? Guazi was open, so yes, I did do it. Right. Yeah. So uh, on current day Bush Gardens maps, where Guazi is, it's just a big yellow box that says "coming in 2020." Yes. Because as we spoke about a few weeks ago, they have announced and confirmed that Guazi will be making a comeback as a wooden steel hybrid. Uh, in 2020, so that's something to get excited by, uh, for sure. Um, it definitely needed an update there, Guazi. And, and as you mentioned as well, with Tigris, that wasn't quite open when I was there, but it is now open. They were and building it. Well, it was, they, they it were, was built. Yeah, yeah, the track was completely built. It was. I would assume at the point I was there, it was all about getting the entrance ready and the queue and stuff like that. I think the ride portion was, was all good and ready to go yes um as for guazi there were workmen up on top of the track and visible work going on there so yeah they they they, turnaround time is pretty good at bush gardens they get their rides done quite quickly i mean there's you know not a great deal of theming going on it's just build that track you know and um, they build them tracks pretty fast josh sure do i've Uh, never been on the train either the train's great at bush gardens it's it's magic kingdom train is great you know, the narrator is pretty damn good, but I do like the Bush Gardens train from a scenery point of view. Yes, absolutely. It, it looks it. But it does get extremely hot on yeah, that train. But as I said, we go right first these you days when we go to Bush Gardens. 
We do. We go to Cheetah Hunt first. Across the Suez Canal. Yes, which is uh, one of my favourite roller coasters these days, I have to say. What, the Suez Canal? Yes, it's very, very good. I, I highly recommend it. It's not what you'd expect it to be when you hear about the Suez Canal, but they've built a damn good roller coaster track there, I have to they've say. They've built a dam there now. And a dam, yeah. Oh, wow. And the track kind of goes up and goes up above the dam, back down. It's very impressive. That is impressive. Yeah. Uh, but no, Cheetah Hunt. Um, there are a couple of reasons I really like this ride. It's extremely smooth, much like the newer coasters at SeaWorld that we talked about a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, it's got three launches, I think. Um, it's a magnetic track as well, which help, which is part of the reason why it's so smooth and yes, also very yeah. quiet. And yeah, it's got three launches, so it goes up 0 to 60, I think, uh, in extremely, well, almost no time at all. That's sort of like uh, the speed of a cheetah, isn't it? Something similar, I, yeah. I yeah. think that's what they were going for. Oh. The first launch is cool because it sends you like straight up almost 90 degrees and then over a little hump into cool. sort of the first little uh, banks, I guess, on the track. It's a very long ride. Like When you're on it, it feels like it goes on for a good two or three minutes. That might be exaggerating, but that's kind of how it feels when you're on there. It looks extensive. My favourite thing about it is the just the route of the track. So uh, uh, an unfortunate casualty of cheetah hunt is rhino rally so right. the track did you do rhino rally when it was open before no i can't say i did so rhino rally was gets like a safari trip i mean they do do safari trips that you pay extra for right when you're out on the back of a truck and you can feed the giraffes and stuff the rhino rally was was just a was considered a ride uh, much like the safari in uh, animal kingdom is but there was a bit more of a of a ride to it. There was kind of a narrative, and there was a point where I want to say you sort of you go over a rickety bridge, and it kind Brilliant. of judders and stuff, and they sort of add a bit of drama and excitement to it. That's and they would want. always pick a kid from one of the rows to go and sit up front with the driver and Excellent. be the co-driver, and there was some good bants to be had. Of course. So I liked Rhino Rally, and um, it's a shame that it's gone. But Cheetah Hunt, the track, as I say, it's very long, lovely scenery. You're going above water through the you get a good view, in fact, of some of the Serengeti plain where they keep a lot of their animals. It's very nice. And, I, yeah, I, I really like it, I think, from a, a track layout perspective, from a speed perspective. I don't think it actually goes upside down, although the the, um, the no. harness comes down over your head. So it, Yeah, it, shoulder it, restraints. Yeah, you've got shoulder restraints, but it doesn't go upside down. But it is, it is really good. I, I think it's probably my favourite coaster at the park, actually. Oh. Big price. Yeah, most definitely, because there is some competition. Also, I don't like not our winner of uh, Best Roller Coaster. No, I don't think it was, was it? The other coasters in that sort of portion of the park, you've got Cobra's Curse, which is pretty close to it. So that's in the Egypt section. Yeah. Uh, that is a spinning coaster. Um, so that's got, quite cool. There's like a it's like a vertical lift. Yeah. And it spins, and there's like a spinning cobra head, right? Uh, I don't think cobra head spins. It kind of talks to you. But there are two cars uh, attached to each other, each with four people in it, I think. And they spin independently of one another. That's pretty cool. Um, So there'll be times when they're facing in different directions. But they're not... They don't spin randomly, right? They spin... The The same way every time. Yeah. I think so. It's hard to tell, to be honest. Yeah, you're right. So you have a vertical lift... At the start of the ride, I don't know if anyone out there has done the Puss in Boots roller coaster at Universal Studios Singapore, but it works in much the same way. It's what a got, reference. Also got a vertical lift, and then, yeah, it just sends you down on, on this. It's it's fun. Like It's one of those roller coasters that makes me laugh because it, you're, you're going through sensations that you you don't ever really feel ready for. Going backwards at speed and spinning at speed is, is always good fun. 
But yeah, it's not the most intensive ride at the park. It's definitely very kid friendly, but uh, it's cool. They they fit a lot of fun elements into a pretty small space. It doesn't take up a great deal of room. Nice. Uh, so yeah, that's another good one. And then you've got Montu just on from there, which is a, an old favourite of mine. Uh, I think it's got like seven or eight inversions, which is a lot. Yeah, Montu. Uh, I think it has some sort of record for number of inversions. I, I want to say they always say something like that when you're on the the train or or even on the on the uh, tram on the way from the car park to the I entrance. I think it holds the most, probably the most loops in Florida or North America. One right. of those two. I think I think you're right. Uh, I've been there a long time, but it's, I think Montu might be my favourite at Bush Gardens. It was a while ago I went. But, yeah, uh, could be. Um, it's definitely up there for me. It's an old favourite. I do like an inverted roller coaster, as we know. Yes, yes. Um, and and Florida doesn't have too many of those left now, really, because Dueling Dragons is gone, and yeah. so you know Disney don't have one, and Universal don't have one, and SeaWorld doesn't have one. So I guess I uh, mean, Manta, kind of, I guess you could say, is, Kraken. Kraken's not inverted. No, it, I always, but it's. I, it, you always think yeah, it is. Yeah, I, yes. I have the same problem, but it it isn't. So yeah, Montu is kind of out on its own there as an yeah. inverted coaster. There are were there rumours of the new Jurassic Park one being? Yes, I think there are rumours that Jurassic Park will be inverted. Yeah, uh, at Islands of Adventure, but Montu kind of standing out there on its own for the time being, and still a good time, Much I respect. would say. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the re- the way we normally do these trip reports is kind of just going around the map. It's yeah. kind of hard to do. Yeah. This map is a mess, as we've already said. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'll leave it up to you, Josh. Where do you want to go next? Um, uh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna stick to I'm gonna go jump across. I'm gonna go Stanleyville. Up through Stanleyville. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Um, throw, it, throw it over there. Yeah, fair enough. That's where Sheikra lives. Yes. Which we talked about at length on our favourite roller coasters we did. podcast from a few weeks ago. So so do go and have a listen to that for more detailed thoughts, I guess. That's a good discussion. Yeah, most definitely. Um, as every discussion that we have is, I must say. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, still really like Sheikra. Front of Sheikra, one of the scariest roller coaster experiences that I front that I've ever had. And front edge, front edge, oh. absolutely. Oof. Because the hanging over the edge of that first drop, can't see the damn track, Josh. And, it's big. Uh, it's... It is. It's scary. Still very high. And every time you do it, you kind of, you kind of forget just how high it is. And then once you're up there and you're looking out, you think we're real damn high. Oh God! <laughs> and then you drop. Yeah. Real far, real fast, and uh, from there on, it's. Um, I mean, you're there for the drop. The rest of it's fine. You have got a big, big loop that I think it bails out of, or yeah, it's one of I the. Think it's ba- one, I think yeah. it bails out of the loop, and then you've got another smaller drop as well in the bit where you skim the water. It's and always good. People hang about to get soaked. I do like that. It's quite um, cool. Again, uh, it's it's a masterful roller coaster in terms of its track. But, uh, yeah, not my favourite at the park anymore. No. Yeah. Uh, you've also got Stanley Ford's Flume still there. A bit rickety these days. My mum refused to do it because she lost her favourite hat <sighs> on Stanleyville Flume uh, many years ago. So it's quite a traumatic uh, yes. ride to look at. My dad had a similar experience on Splash Mountain. Oh, no. Both flumes. Yes. This flume is uh, straight out of Roller Coaster Tycoon. There's like... <laughs> It's like a prefab roller coaster tycoon log flume. Yeah. Just kind of dumped in the middle of the park. It's, it's, a, it's a f- like a logging kind of 
vibe yeah, going on. I guess, but there's not a whole lot to look at no. or get particularly excited by. But you, you get quite wet at the end, so when it's a hot summer day, you uh, you can appreciate it from that perspective. And then you've got Tigris over there as well now, which um, you can go and have a look at some POV videos on yeah. YouTube. They're all on YouTube. It looks real good. It looks a lot of fun. Yeah. So if I ever find my way back to Bush Gardens at some point, uh, that will be on the list for sure. If we could just go head slightly south of Ooh. Stanleyville, just back down through the Sesame Street Safari of Fun. I'm going to be interested to see whether that gets any TLC just because of how well-received Sesame Street at SeaWorld has been. Yes. Uh, that's just opened and is meant to be really fantastic. Uh, Sesame Street at Bush Gardens, I've never really been in there because... It's quite small. You don't want to look like a predator. No. Uh, but I did notice they did sell a really good... A Cookie Monster t-shirt. Ah, uh, Cookie. Uh, that I really almost bought, so... Yeah. But you didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Should have hey, done. Yeah. The bird gardens are down there as well. I mean, yes. a, big, a big part of Bush Gardens, of course, is the animals. And yes. By and large, I think the animals are, are, are in decent nick. I always look around thinking... They're, so they... I thought you were just going to stop that sentence on indecent. <laughs> yeah, there's just loads of tigers walking around on both legs, showing off their private parts, just very open about it as well. It's, it's a bit strange. It's like Animal Farm down there. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um... The only animal enclosure that I feel genuinely kind of upset by, uh, they've got kangaroos there. Right, okay. And they have what feels like three or four hundred kangaroos Bloody in hell. a very small um, space. That's that's a lot uh, of kangaroos. There is more room for the people than there is for the kangaroos. You can huh. you kind of walk through it on this wooden walkway, and there are fences to either side of the walkway, which is where the kangaroos are. They don't have a great deal of space, and when you go through there, they are without fail all just laying there, not doing anything. Huh. And they have about I'm not exaggerating. There are dozens of them in there, and they just don't have any room to get up and bounce about. And that's just not a, a way you should keep any animals but certainly not animals that are known for bounding about with a great deal of energy they are all just slouched lying down covered in flies they look lethargic yeah i mean they look all right enough from a sort of you know they look they don't look malnourished they don't look dirty but yeah i just feel a bit uncomfortable walking through there so we we, we tend to steer clear it's a shame because everyone feels a bit down about it when they're going through there but, you know, the tiger exhibit looks nice. The orangutan exhibit looks nice. They're up in Jungala, which is still relatively new. Um, and I mentioned earlier the Serengeti Plain, which the best way to experience that is on the out on one of their safari trucks, which costs a little bit extra. Yes. Um, I've done it before. I do highly recommend it. I think it's $30. Did you do it? You uh, didn't do it this time. We didn't do it this time, no. But it's it's really good. You get an opportunity to feed giraffes. Which is an amazing experience, even within a you know a theme park environment. Yes. It's still it's still really cool, um, and you get pretty up close with with the zebra and um, some good photo opportunities for rhino and some other animals that you would expect to see out on the Serengeti. Rhino you, from uh, Spider Man. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, the rhino from Spider Man. Uh, but going just on the train as well is you, some decent photo opportunities to be had there too. It does um, look like a great train journey. The train journey is really good. It's right up there with Magic Kingdom as my favourite, but um, it does get very hot, so be warned. Be warned. Yeah. Where do you want to head next, Josh? Uh, well, you, you mentioned John Gala. There's nothing... You, obviously, you've got the, ti- the tigers in there. Yes. And then there's nothing else in there, really. Uh, there's orangutan. The orangutan. Um, I really like the design of the, of the orangutan and the tiger enclosures. I think that they get the balance much better than they do with the kangaroos in that there is... 
from what I could tell, a pretty decent amount of space and a good variety in terms of like levels and um, stuff for the animals to kind of do. It's not just all just flat terrain. Nice. Um, and it's the same for the tigers and the orangutans. But the, they've also been designed in a way that's really good for the guests. So um, there's a bit in the orangutan bit, You there are quite a few points at which you can look out into the orangutan exhibit but you can also go into this building that kind of juts out into the exhibit a little bit and on the floor they have cutouts glass cutouts with okay. hammocks underneath them yeah so if you get lucky enough and one of the orangutans has decided to go and have a smooth a snooze a smooze uh, not a smooch uh, a snooze in one of these hammocks um you can potentially smooch. be standing right above it and, and look down through the cutout and see them so that's really cool. that's cool and the tiger uh stuff as well is fun um and maybe the highlight of that from a uh, uh, a guest perspective is there's a little uh, uh, pop-out section. So you can basically sort of uh, go under the exhibit and then climb up this little ladder and you'll be in a little, um, like a little pod type thing That's really cool. with your head poking up inside the exhibit essentially. And um, there was one time I did that where the tiger was sitting on top of it. Um, so that was pretty intense. Yeah. Cool. So, and they have white tigers there as well. So um, oh. I've not seen white tigers anywhere else before. So um, I used to have a bush gardens, nice uh, piece of artwork that was a white tiger on my wall. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Um, they do have a like Kitty Doctor Doom in Jungala, which oh, is really? kind of neat. That's quite cool. Yeah. So um, I I find that surprisingly fun. Whenever I do that, there's that much like Doctor Doom that you've got that bit that. Well, your bum comes off the seat at the top always makes me laugh and does so on this one as well even though it's a little kiddie version um, and a cool big climbing frame environment nice for the kids that's what you want yeah so that's Jungala and then you've got Congo Congo now um, I, which is just next door I feel like did there used to be a ride named after a spider no there used to be Python right uh, which was which is a snake josh uh, not a yes, spider that is true and uh, that ride is uh, lives on in infamy to me because the slogan for that ride used to be or they used to sell t-shirts with i rode the python and lived on yes. the t-shirt and uh, well somebody rode the python josh and they they didn't survive the trip oh uh, I think it was uh, later discovered that they had pre-existing heart conditions and probably should not have ridden Python, but they did technically die on Python and so had to rather awkwardly get rid of all that merch because it was perhaps considered as like a bit distasteful. Well, yes, it was almost like <laughs> like it was always like a legitimate brag at that yeah. point. Like not everyone lives. Yeah, <laughs> that hey. guy didn't, yeah. but I did, so I bought this T-shirt. Um, more Python, to sell it, to Python be I believe, was the casualty of Jungala. Right. So it was up round there. Okay. Yes, that would make sense. Mm. Actually, one thing worth noting is um, it's the 50th anniversary of Bush Gardens. Oh, wow. And they've got loads of uh, info boards up all around the park that I genuinely found really cool uh, that touch upon some of the history of Bush Gardens. And they're up in all the different areas. And where uh, in Jungala, they had one up that talked about Kong, um, Python. Right. And the fact that parts of the track from Python are still in use around in different parts of the uh, park, like kind of randomly just dotted about and you like reused and recycled for different. That's really cool. Different uses. So I thought that was cool. Uh, and they've also for the while I'm on the topic of the 50th anniversary, they have um, loads of events going on. They have like wine tasting events and food festival events that are going on throughout the year. 
And while we were there, they were they've got the the free beer is back. So anyone who went to Bush Gardens or SeaWorld yes. prior to about ten years ago, maybe, yeah, um, they were famous because every guest was entitled to a free pint. Yes, obviously part um, of the Anheuser Busch. Yes, um, they had brewer they had beer gardens at both parks and the the famous horses as well. The yeah. stables you could go and check out at both parks. All that is gone, but um, I guess to celebrate the legacy somewhat of the of that. You, you are entitled to a couple of free beer tasting uh, glasses um, if you head on over to the beer garden at Bush Gardens. Excellent. So uh, we did indulge, and that was fine indeed. And as far as I'm aware, that's going throughout the whole year, I think. Yes, but well, do, they've got, obviously got that new don't uh, fully beer. Take my word for it. You buy the kind of mug yeah. to hold your beer in, it goes into a locker. Yes. The, the beer, like, subscription service type right, thing. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, I, I think that there was a lot of cool stuff, like foodie, winey, beer stuff going on at Bush Gardens that kind of made me real, and, and like a music festival as well, with yep. like some acts that my sister had heard of at least, so there oh. must be some, you know. Yeah, oh, I mean, so obviously Tampa Bay yeah, got a university there, college. Yes. So it's quite a good place for it to be, so mm. there's, you know, that sort of vibe going on anyway. Yeah. And I've heard, I, I watched a YouTuber called The Tim Tracker. Right. And he goes to all the parks, and he said he a lot of the food there is very good. Mm-hmm. Some of the best food he's had. Uh, I think SeaWorld is like, because SeaWorld does a similar thing, uh, and he says the food there is phenomenal. So in Congo, then, you have Congo River Rapids. You do. And Kumba. You do. Yeah? You do, yes. Um, we didn't do Congo River Rapids. Oh. Despite the fact that the two days we had at Bush Gardens were fantastic in terms of weather. Because um, for the most time, it was... Relatively chilly. Yeah, it was weirdly cool while we were there. It was quite overcast a lot of the time and rather un-Florida-like from my experience huh. of Florida anyway. It was it was weird to leave the house for a lot of these theme parks at sort of seven, half seven in the morning with a pair of shorts on and feel like, should I have worn jeans? Oh. Um, because it felt kind of cold. And I don't think I've ever worn jeans in Florida. No, um... There were there was a day when I when I did wear this fine pair of uh, three quarter lengths just for a sort of be half in and half out because yeah. it was chilly enough undecided but sitting on the fence absolutely but uh, yeah by and large it was a little dodgy um, but the two days at Bush Gardens were great weather wise so I didn't have an excuse to not go on Congo River Rapids other than just can't be asked mate just CBA yeah. However, Kumba, we did do and uh, I really like Kumba and a lot of people think it's maybe got a little rough. Uh, in its advancing age, I would say. Oh, much like your advancing age. Yes, it is the sister coaster of Hulk, which of course has had uh, some work done yes. in recent years. And it's apparently very smooth now. Yeah, I find it quite smooth, uh, certainly compared to what it used to be. Uh, Kumber, I think, is not actually as rough as it sounds like it's going to be. Oh, okay. It's extremely loud, you yeah. know, the roar, which accompanies most of the ride whenever it's really moving uh, it's got hollow tracks hollow tracks yes yeah. so most roller coaster tracks if you didn't know are full of sand or something similar yep. to basically compress the vibrations and and limit therefore the sound that the roller coaster generates um but kumba doesn't have that and therefore is ridiculously loud it's, um, it's it a is, really cool roar. it is the anti-cheetah hunt yes um but yeah, I I was, as you mentioned, as you implied there, when I was talking about the fact that it's maybe not as rough as I thought, I, I have found, or I did find, some of the rides a little rough, 
Kraken is one I did bring up during the SeaWorld episode. I sure did. I'm finding Kraken a little rough these days to the point where I did get a bit of a crick in my neck. And I thought, oh, God, no. Am I going as. Am I old? What is going on here? I was only tall enough to ride this three years ago. I can't be too old for it already. (laughs) But my dad always used to find roller coasters extremely good for his back. He used to have a really bad back. And roller yeah, coasters. I think you've mentioned that before. I, I think I may well have done, but yeah. it was almost like Mr. Incredible getting his back fixed by the big robot spider in The Incredibles. <laughs> uh, whenever my dad would go on a roller coaster, it would sort of fix up his back a little bit. Yeah. So I don't know whether or not the solution to the crick in my neck is just keep doing the rides until it snaps back into position. <laughs> your d- your dad walks off and he's like, right, I can. Uh, I'm a new man. I can play 90 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know, maybe I'm just getting to that stage, but I really like Kumba a lot. It's got a lot of inversions, a lot of back-to-back inversions where you come out of one and straight into another it's one. It's good fun. Uh, I love the bit where it goes through the tunnel as well. That is obviously uh, exacerbates the noise even more. And yeah, it's really good. I, I enjoy it a lot. So uh, no complaints from me really about Kumba, even in its, as I say, advancing age. I think nice. it's an early 90s ride, maybe yeah. late 90s. I guess uh, you would have one complaint about nineties. Yeah, is that the how it's laid out is a bit. Yeah, it's kind of there's one way in and one way out. I think, but uh, you sort of go over a bridge, a wooden bridge. Yeah, uh, which is quite cool because Kumba kind of goes underneath it. That is cool, uh, which is neat. And then when you come out, you you're heading into Pantopia, which yeah. uh, is kind of a, a mostly kiddie friendly zone there's sort of a lot of fairground kind of rides you've yeah. got uh, the swingy boat you've got bumper cars you've got carousel you've got a pet show which is always fun um we've not I, done uh, it before so. i like to think it's where pantomime happens all the time yes it's just a constant state of pantomime wherever you go yeah. it's it's great every time you're walking around it's just people screaming at you he's behind you <laughs> um and you you just kind of take it in your stride eventually because there's always someone behind you when you're at a theme park. It's true. Unless you're on the back row of a roller coaster, obviously, then there's no one there. Um, well, that you know I hope of. so. Yeah. That you know of. Um, might be uh, some hitchhiking ghosts. You never know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the pet show I mentioned used to be a pirate 4D show, and I think was right. maybe something else before or after that. Okay. But it's now a live pet show with uh, with actors of the human and furry variety. Uh, dogs, cats, ponies, um, I think others as well uh, come on stage at points, but it, I think it's mostly dogs and cats from what I can remember. Different and, level uh, of animal to the ones in the safari. Yeah, yeah, they're not doing uh, tricks and performances with, uh, with tigers and lions and bears, oh my. It is, in fact... Uh, <laughs> Uh, domestic animals which I, I from a local rescue charity the that's, bush gardens ad- adopt that's quite and then cool train them up for this show which, is nice. which is nice yeah so it's a nice way of going about it i guess uh and yeah nothing unites humanity whether you know i feel like you could put uh i don't know you could you could put gandhi next to hitler and they'd res- they'd react exactly the same way if they were watching a dog do tricks um, yes, well, maybe <laughs> you would like to think so. Hitler was on a copious amount of drugs, so well, yes. Who my, really knows? My point is that nothing unites humans, at least in my experience of this show, yeah. than a dog trying real hard to perform a trick that he's struggling yeah. with a little bit. I mean, just look at Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, there, there's a bit where these dogs come on stage and unfurl these flags and banners by pulling on ropes. Yeah, and this one dog did 
pulled on his rope, thought he'd done his job, well, walked off stage. And <laughs> Did then, he swagger and then, off? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. oh yeah. Look at me. Hours and hours of training. That's why I make the big bucks. All the um, bitches love me. But the damn, the damn flag hadn't unfurled. Oh. So he was sent back out and had another few goes and couldn't quite do it. There's one bit where he went to walk off and then stopped because, I don't know, one of the trainers was obviously like, you haven't done it yet. And he sort of went sort of looked back to it. <laughs> At one point, I wondered if it was a bit because it was, it was so funny. Um, but then he eventually got it done. And as you can was imagine, it, was there a, people uh, on their feet like, woo! Yeah! Another secret dog that was like hiding in the room somewhere to come out and replace him or I don't know maybe nope. yeah or... yeah the dark the dark part of all this is that it got put down afterwards because <sighs> it failed wow. didn't do it first Ouch. time uh, but no it was good fun it's corny and cheesy but uh, it's it's fun I like dogs and cats and most domestic animals as it turns out yeah. so I well, can what get about by. cats versus dogs what the films yes uh, well you know it was from Tobey Maguire's acting heyday when he wasn't being Spider-Man he was being uh, the dog in that I can't remember what the dog's name was can you no, no. but uh, yeah Cats v Dogs was it Cats v Dogs or Cats and Dogs or Dogs v I can't remember Dogs vs Dogs versus Cats yeah but oh. Cats cat, I don't know if I think if they if they remade that film they're going to have to be a bit more morally grey about it I don't think you can just get by with well the dogs are the goodies and the cats are the villains I just don't think that uh, works it's, it's factually accurate. They've got to though. do a Last Jedi take on cats and dogs. Where dogs are better than cats. There's grey area. Dogs dogs aren't arseholes. Cats aren't. All, not all cats are arseholes. Cats are generally worse. Yeah, maybe. But have cats ever killed a man? You get yourself a bad breed of dog. He, well, he generally dogs are bad because of the owner, whereas cats are just generally Yeah, dicks. I guess so. Yeah, maybe that's... You can't teach a cat to be a decent cat. <laughs> Cats will always try to rub their ass in your face. I guess so. And yeah. stand on your laptop. I can testify to that. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but there are a couple of uh, more thrilling um, yes. rides that have their home in Pantopia. There's one that I really want to try in Pantopia. Falcon's Fury, is yes. that? Falcon's Fury is absolutely terrifying. <sighs> so it's 300... Maybe 350. I think it's 300 and a bit feet tall. That's drop, crazy. Drop tower. So you go up quite slowly. It's extraordinarily high. So it's it's 150 feet taller than Shikra. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. It's way taller than Shikra. That's massive. Well, Shikra's 200, right? Yeah. And this, I think, is 300. I don't. I think 350. I'm not sure. I think it's 300. But it's, it's at least 100 feet taller than Shikra. That is tall. It's very tall. Once you reach the top, which takes a long time, uh, the seats all rotate so that you are looking face down at the ground. Yeah. And you do fall forward a little bit, as you would. That's what gravity does. Oh. Um, You're not literally compressed tightly against the seat. Fair. Because you would probably, you know, that would probably constrict people to an unhealthy degree. Um, So you do fall forward a little bit. And it, it hangs you there for a little while, as Shikra does. It lets you take it all in. You yeah. Know, like, hey, you're about to fall. Um, and and then you fall, and it's very fast. And you don't... It swings you back out into a 90-degree position, like, quite quickly. You don't fall face-first for that long. It's meant to be like a falcon... Yeah, like a falcon diving. Yeah. yeah. But it's long enough for you to absolutely poo your pants. <laughs> the funny thing about it is, is when like my mum filmed us on it, yeah. and when you watch it back she, on she video... No, no, no. When you watch it back on video, um, it doesn't look like it's falling particularly quickly, but 
It absolutely is. Uh, it is terrifying. 300 feet is a lot of ground to, to an cover. incredible degree. And it's it's really quite something. I remember the first time I did it, it was uh, during a soft opening. It wasn't quite ready for prime time. Right. Uh, and it was terrifying then and it's terrifying now. It's really, really scary. So, yeah. Fair. It's extreme. Sounds extreme. It certainly is. Um, I mean, there are other rides dotted around Bush Gardens that aren't deemed worthy of a place on the map because they're kind of smaller in scope and scale. That's something that's also great about side rides. Navigating Bush Gardens is you often come across things that you don't even realise are there. So the (laughs) the mini Doctor Doom I mentioned in Jungala, you'd have no idea it was there unless you turned up. Because even when you get to Jungala, it's kind of hidden away. It's like trying to use a 15th century map to navigate London nowadays. Yeah, yeah, it kind of is. It's it's very very strange navigating Bush Gardens, and it's it never fails to be an extremely long day when you're there. Yeah. Um. So it's it's a massive park that is difficult to navigate. Um. Both in terms of like walking around it and finding your way to to places, but also in terms of um the map. The map is not brilliant. But, no. Uh. The good thing about it is that there aren't like lot super long stretches with nothing to see because it of course doubles as a zoo. Yes. And um, whilst I, I mentioned the kangaroo exhibit not being great, the vast majority of them are pretty good. Um, special mention for some that I haven't mentioned already being the, the gorilla, the Mayombi Reserve, where they have gorillas and chimps, um, which are always good fun to, to look at. And that's a nice exhibit as well. Uh, and then all the stuff around. So you've got the Serengeti Plain that I mentioned. And not far from there, you've got the edge of Africa, where you can look out onto some of the Serengeti Plain and see the safaris happening. But the Edge of Africa section is just um, kind of more standard exhibits and enclosures. Got, and uh, that's flamingos. Where you your flamingos, your lions, uh, your meerkats. Your tigers. Uh, your, your, your bears. Uh, oh, my. Uh, oh, God, I'm going blank on... Uh, hyenas. Hyenas. Hyenas are there as well. Uh, the lions are perhaps some of the most uh, stunning animals at Bush Gardens. There's a really majestic-looking male lion with a very well-kept mane oh. that was... Um, is he cowardly? Having a very good time. No, he, he looked pretty oh. pretty chill, actually. He, he was kind of staring everybody down. Is he like uh, the king in Bedknobs and Broomsticks? Maybe, yeah. I don't know how into, at, out into his football he is. Cheats at football. Or soccer. Uh, I don't know. But, um, yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot to see at Bush Gardens, and they are obviously busy with adding new rides. It's it, it been... I, th- I feel like well, Sheikra, I think, was 2006, and then I think Cheetah Hunt was maybe 2011, and then Cobra's Curse was perhaps 2015. So they're, they're kind of speeding up their rate of delivery on rides because you've got uh, Tigris for 2019, and then you're going to have Gwazi for 2020. Yeah, um, I, I feel like they're trying to preempt a SeaWorld like fiasco. Right. That's what it feels a bit like to me. What do you mean? What, what do you Obviously, think? SeaWorld had a massive drop off in numbers because yeah. it was all about. Blackfish and stuff. Blackfish. Because of Blackfish. You, you think there's going to be a documentary about the Bush Gardens kangaroo? Potentially. <laughs> Certainly now you've mentioned it. Well, yes. The amount People. of... The, the viewership of this... Uh, or the listenership... Yeah. Of this podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely going to come out. I've started something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have to wait and see. But, uh, yeah. I, I like Bush Gardens a lot. Um, I, I, I think it's a, a great value park, certainly, when compared to... Ride per dollar, it's it's extremely good value. Um, yes, you know if you were to walk around somewhere like uh, Hollywood Studios in its current uh, state, uh, you know if you paid one hundred and twenty dollars to go there, yeah, 
did about five rides and then you were kind of done. You'd be like, huh, oh, okay. Yeah. And then you go to Bush Gardens and um, there's good multi-day ticket options as well for, for people who, who maybe are, are considering a Florida holiday. There's like a um, SeaWorld Bush there's Gardens. There's like a SeaWorld Bush Gardens. Well, we got a ticket that covered um, SeaWorld Bush uh, Aquatica. Which is the SeaWorld water park. Yeah. Is there a water park at Bush? There is Adventure Island. It's still there, just right. over the road. I've never done it, but no, it's still so. there. Um, and you can also there's a work. there's a multi day ticket that includes Bush, SeaWorld, Aquatica, Universal Islands, and Volcano Bay. Oh wow, uh, which you can get as well. Uh, that's quite. A, we've we've definitely done that one before. Not uh, prior to Volcano Bay opening, we we've used that type of ticket so yeah it can be quite cost effective getting yourself to bush gardens if you're considering a florida trip but obviously if you're going there and you're planning to do all the disney stuff any extra expense is significant when you're spending all that on disney so. yes but i really like bush gardens and um i'm glad it's still doing pretty well I mean, and it's adding more rides yeah and if you're in florida and you want to do roller coasters oh then it's the place to go it's the place to go 100 percent. um yeah so had a good time highly recommend it's great to hear. Um, obviously, some of the pictures from uh, your trip are on our Instagram. They certainly are. Bush Gardens is a very scenic place. It's uh, It's got plenty of good photo opportunities, whether you're taking some cool pictures of the rides or of the animals or just of the park in general. It's a, it's a really beautiful park, genuinely is, especially on a nice sunny day. So, yes, good for all you Instagrammers out there like me. I'm yes. a hot trendy instagrammer you are what is our instagram tom park rush podcast is where you can follow us and you can email us to podcast at parkrush.com indeed uh you can subscribe to the park rush podcast on your preferred podcasting app or you can find us at parkrush.com oh boy 